1: upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com/upgrade.
2: UK Tech Weekly Podcast. UK Tech. UK Tech. UK Tech, UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Hello, hello, hello <laughs> and welcome to this latest episode of the UK Tech Weekly Podcast the UK's least auto-tuned weekly tech podcast, shrieked into your ear once a week like hen party karaoke. The UK Tech Weekly Podcast is an infotainment eagle set free by the editors of PC Advisor, Tech World, Mac World UK and Computer World UK. Every Friday we are taken to an audio soft play where we roll around on audio beanbags, jump in audio <laughs> ball pits and soil our audio <laughs> pants in order to bring you no more than 40 minutes of informed chat on the hot tech topics of the past seven days. Don't forget to subscribe, review and tell your friends. I'm David Price, Acting Editor of Macworld UK, and today I am delighted to be chatting to... Jamie Dodger, Christopher Manassian, <laughs> Staff Writer on PC Advisor and Macworld. Hola, senor. Hola. Party Ring, Jim Martin, Editor of PC Advisor. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't sure if we had you then. And, hobnob, Henry Burrell, <laughs> Staff Writer on PC Advisor and Macworld. Good morning. <laughs> This week we are talking phones on fire, GoPro on a roll, and Ed Snowden on the warpath. Gladiators ready? Ready! Contestants ready? Yes! Let's chat. (laughs) Looking for some hot stuff, baby, this evening. (laughs) I need some hot stuff, baby, tonight. I won't do any more.
0: Christopher Manassian's Samsung is in hot water. What's going on? This is amazing David just to let you know. Too much thinking I think. Um so Samsung have got their Galaxy Note 7 which was supposedly a really good phone until it started catching fire. <laughs> um now this isn't the first time we've seen phones catching fire. We've actually funny enough seen the um iPhone also having reports of catching fire uh back in is it 2009 Nokia recalled 46 million phone batteries. That's a lot of batteries. Um, so it's not the first time we've seen phones catching fire, but it's it's very much the first time, um, at least in recent times, that a big phone manufacturer like Samsung has actually recalled their phones. Yeah. So let's
2: let's get a bit more specific. It's the Note Seven, yeah. um, but it's not all Note Sevens, is that right? If somebody has a Note Seven, do they need to be scared?
0: Well, as far as I'm aware, it's a recall. as it in, in the US? It was a recall. I
3: don't know if it's a worldwide recall. Um, from... I think it might
4: be. Is it? okay? I, have you sent yours back yet, Jim?
3: I <laughs> I don't actually have one, but uh, I think uh, luckily our review model has not exploded or Excellent. caught fire. I think <laughs> I think, I think it's a bad one of these. For that? Um, no, <laughs> got, I mean as a good I, review, didn't it? As I wrote that, I- even if you were one of the first people to buy one, you you'll get a replacement from from Samsung and it will be fixed and it will be safe. Um, at least that's what Samsung is saying. And uh, frankly, I don't have any reason to doubt them because but, there are millions and millions of other Samsung phones which don't explode and catch fire. So I would think that it's certainly not a reason to be scared of buying a Note 7. So what what should people do
2: if they've got a Note 7 or they're thinking of buying a Note 7? What's your advice at this point?
3: Well, in, in my
0: advice would be, if well, if you're thinking about buying one, you shouldn't be afraid of not buying one because samsung have already replaced the batteries within them Funnily enough the batteries that were produced by samsung were the ones that were causing problem and the whole <laughs> physics behind it or the science behind it was the fact that they were compressing too many was it too many ions or too many um too much battery space in such a small space yeah that makes sense yeah because i had i had the theory that um they were they were so desperate to beat
2: Apple, mm-hmm. that they wanted to get a high-capacity battery in a thinner phone, and so they compressed the um, components together, mm-hmm. and so you've got these really thin walls separating what are um, flammable components, yeah. and so <laughs> <That's great. laughs> it sounds like, and, and and then they rushed it out yeah. to get it out ahead of the iPhone
0: 7. So I, I can't confirm because it was because of the iPhone, but that seems like a really good reason why Samsung could have screwed uh, I up know, there.
4: I always thought that iPhone thing was a bit of a media spin. Uh, I think it's just, they obviously wanted to get the phone out around the same time as the iPhone. Yeah. Um, but I think <laughs> when you said, how can you tell maybe if you've got one that's, that's good or bad, I think <laughs> they've changed the indicator light they um, have the battery. The, the
3: battery indicator is green instead of white. There you go. Does that and mean that, that means so it's been know, replaced? That means well, that means it's the newer version. So you'll you'll know if you've got a, an old version because plug it the in indicator and... will be white rather than green. That's what there I've uh, heard anyway. Yep. Um, so have have uh, Samsung reduced the battery capacity in order to fix the problem, or have they fixed the problem without reducing capacity? As far as I'm aware, they've only just changed the uh, manufacturer for the batteries,
0: and they haven't changed the capacity. Size. Same size, which would make sense because I, I can't remember the top of my head if you remember the, the capacity on top of your head. It's
3: 3,500 milliamp hours. There you go. So I mean, it's a <laughs> biggie. That's that's <laughs> it, which is about 600 milliamp hours more capacity than the iPhone 7 Plus. but Yet,
2: it doesn't have a higher claimed battery life. In fact, it has a slightly lower claimed battery life because of the optimization. You
3: can't simply compare the capacities of two two batteries and say one will last longer than the other because it all depends on the efficiencies of things like the processor, the screen, the backlight. And it also has a larger larger screen with a lot (coughs) higher Higher pixels, exactly. More and more pixels pixels. and that's more graphics power. So yeah, you can't just say, well, a bigger bigger capacity battery means the phone to last longer it doesn't mean that because the yeah, iPhones
4: don't have exemplary battery life do they but they always tend to have fewer milliamp hours than Android phones yeah and it's not like just Android open source nature the fact is just why does it well I mean, <laughs> you can always life. use the argument that Apple manufactures
3: the, yeah. the the hardware and designs the software optimizes iOS for the hardware and therefore has a bigger advantage yeah. because uh, you know Android is is used by so many different manufacturers and uh, the the core isn't necessarily optimized for the processors and all the other hardware that they're using but at the end of the day it's probably more down to the real high high drain components like the screen and and things like when you use GPS of course you're going to drain your battery faster um, so there always... is also
2: the element with the iPhone 7 7 Plus specifically that the A10 uh, Fusion chip it's, it's a quad core chip but it's sort of only really uh, a dual core chip because it uses either two processors which are high performing or it uses two cores that are low power and that should allow it to have a higher battery life. Exactly, battery enough, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Um, you said, Christopher, that um, we've had issues with iPhones yep. um, overheating, and I know that um, there was a case in the news last week where an iPad battery exploded in Finland
0: mm-hmm.
2: and caused a fire, which we probably shouldn't love about, but it sounds somehow funny. <laughs> <Pretty bad. laughs> um, what's different this time? What, what's <laughs> Is this more serious than these, these cases? Is Samsung handling this better or worse than other companies have in the past.
0: Well, personally I think Samsung have dealt with it the correct way. They've said we've screwed up. Send us your phones back. No questions asked, we'll replace it for yeah. you. In terms of if this is different from other um scenarios, it's more the fact that it's affected I think it's a hundred and there's a hundred and there's hundred and seventeen on top of my head, hundred and seventeen cases of incidents with the Note 7 within the first month of it being released, even though there was 1 million units sold. So okay. we're talking less than 0.1% of phones affected, but there's still a high incident rate, yeah, if that is, makes sense. It? And that is the reason why. Whereas other phones, like the iPad, I don't know, let's say in its, in its history, let's say there's been 100 cases, yeah. as an example, in its history of being created from the iPad 1. Um, I think a lot of
2: the cases as well. It's later transpired that people have sort of dropped an iPhone in a swimming pool or something, which has then corroded the internals. And then, like a year later, you know, they thought it was yeah. fixed. A year later, it then went on fire. Yeah. Um, and it turned out that it was a user misadventure. Yeah. Uh, and with this case, I think they acknowledged word. misadventure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that word. I think they, I think Samsung have acknowledged that there is an issue with um, the design yeah. of yeah. the battery.
0: And there's been cases that in the past, I think it was in 2015, where there was. Um, someone that was recorded on CCTV suddenly their phone started blowing up in their in their in their pocket, and then um, I can't remember the company at the time basically said actually that that was your fault or it was just a stunt or something like that. Um, so yeah, there's there's been cases in the past. It's nothing new. It's just the fact that because it's such a tech giant like Samsung and the fact that it's happened so many times, that's why people should take it a little bit more seriously mm. versus previous incidents. So we, it, yeah, sorry. Henry. I was
4: just gonna say I did, Maybe <laughs> it's hard for us to uh, to judge, given that we work with this kind of stuff every day. But I just get the feeling it won't actually harm their PR very much. Like Christopher said, they've done the right thing by saying. I think there was there was a quote from one of the executives, and he was like, <laughs> he was like, "It makes me cry" or something about how, how much money we're going to lose, but we're going to recall all of them because the safety of the consumer is paramount. But it just yeah. it just the way they've dealt with it just seems. like right if we if it. we are going to make yeah. the comparison, it makes them slightly more human in terms of. Their communications um, to—I know we can't comment because Apple uh, hasn't had the same problem, but they've mm-hmm. just been like, "Oh, this sucks. We'll bring it back." <laughs> yeah, well, um, it
2: reminds me a little bit of. I
4: don't know if it will affect sales. Really, I'm not sure.
2: I, I mean, it must have been.
0: I I think maybe sure, a the, the only reason I'm saying that is because the amount of memes that have come up online. <laughs> dank <and> that, memes! Thank <laughs> yeah, <memes>. you. <laughs> <us some dank> <laughs> memes. <laughs> so the the only reason I'm saying this is because people who are never interested in Note Seven or. Yeah, I'd never true. heard of it before. Yeah. Suddenly, I've seen it popping up on the internet with it <coughs> being next to like a, a bomb, saying this is how you plant your Note Seven, or um, things of it catching fire, or comparisons with the iPhone. One has an i, uh, one has a jack, but the other one doesn't explode, something like that. So um, <laughs> there's been those comparisons. So people who were never in the new in the know about the new Note Seven would now know. Oh it's an exploding phone let me maybe stay away from it or yeah. hey have you got a recommendation for a tablet oh yeah not the note 7 yeah, because fair point.
2: Uh, and the time uh, the timing is really awkward as and well and the timing's really awkward it's, with you i come iPhone. out and and you've got the iPhone 7 and then there was a little bit of hoo-ha with the headphone jack mm-hmm. and people were going oh well you know the Note 7 maybe is better oh it goes on fire mm. <laughs> and it just it couldn't have gone worse yep. you know it's its almost as and I'm not implying anything here but it's almost as if Apple could have planned it like it's, it, it's gone exactly <laughs> as they would want it
4: to go you but know? Jim you reviewed it right? No I didn't Chris, no, reviewed, Chris it reviewed it yeah so, yeah. so
3: he's, um, know, he's, he's it. probably carrying around that uh, ticking time bomb, time bomb <laughs> in <laughs> his <laughs> pocket yeah so no, you, I, you I did it use back. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I disagree. I think it won't affect sales particularly. I think, like you're, you know, you're talking about 100 cases of of problem phones in a million sold. I, I just think most people are gonna they they might have heard of this, but it'll blow over as quickly as uh, you know the the, the VW <laughs> the saga. Stuff.
4: Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, the... who,
3: does anyone remember that? No,
4: not really. Yeah, yeah.
3: The which saga. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the Volkswagen. Uh, uh yeah. you know the old uh, the, the, the details we don't remember the emissions cheating uh, yeah. cars um yeah
2: i think that did damage their pr quite a lot yeah
3: but i i, I people still I'd buy think people are they? still going down and buying their golf off the uh,
2: forecourt can you ever trust a company again after it's had a situation like this or does it increase I think it's, its different
4: though like volkswagen they were found to have actually fiddled uh, like emissions results yeah. in like millions of vehicles yeah whereas this samsung's been like oh crap <laughs> some of <laughs> our phones have caught fire <laughs> sorry about that brought yeah. them back they wouldn't have done it on purpose isn't it it's a bit different isn't yeah, it yeah it is a little bit
3: different so i uh, it's probably not
4: maybe maybe they cut corners at manufacturing and saved money on dodgy batteries or something we, all, we probably won't ever know hmm. but at least they've dealt with it in the right way yeah
2: are we in some way to blame for this in our incessant demand for the thinnest possible devices and well, the best battery capacity,
4: I don't think so.
0: I don't. I don't know if how many people actually demand thin phones. Like when there was like bendgate with the iPhone, how many people? Yeah. People, were, people were like, "Well, we we never wanted a extra naught point couple of millimeters off the iPhone, and now it it has the problem of bending. It could potentially have the problem of bending if you sit in it in a certain way or put a certain pressure. I mean, it was a bit extreme, but mm. still, I. I've never I I've personally never seen the appeal of of, of super thin phones. Yeah. Um and on top of that the biggest thing for most people is three factors. You've got display how good it looks, camera how good it can take pictures and thirdly it's battery. I I you know ironically it's battery but battery if you, if you
2: want something to have a good battery life yeah. and you want it to have um a really good screen hmm. and so on um you are demanding that they do push the boundaries, yeah. and they're competing with each other. They want to get out ahead of Apple or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of inevitable, isn't it, that you're going to get these situations arising because yeah. they're they are they're pushing the limits of the materials every time they bring out a new phone. Absolutely, and They have to be better than last year, mm-hmm. and there's only so many atoms you could fit into a certain <laughs> space. You know, There are limits to the physical capabilities of these materials. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's getting a bit philosophical. Um, <laughs> we should probably go around the room. Um, the question I have for you is... Hot stuff or burnt out, and these things sort of apply to Samsung. As in, is, is okay. Samsung still hot stuff or is it burnt out? Henry Burrell,
4: I think it's hot stuff still.
2: Yay, <laughs> Jim Martin. Yeah, it's hot stuff. Good to hear. And Christopher, can I get some hot stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to regret that. Right. Uh, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk GoPro. Wake me up. Before you go pro don't leave me hanging on like a yo-yo wake me up before you go pro i don't want to miss it when you hit that hi jim martin <laughs> welcome i'm really sorry there's there's another you're one not, up there.
3: Are you? not G- really it. if you're honest jim
2: martin welcome back to the pods uh, don't leave me hanging on like a yo-yo what's GoPro been up to
3: well it's very exciting news because after more than a year of build up GoPro has finally taken the wraps off its brand new drone. In fact, oh. it's the first drone that GoPro has launched. So it's pretty exciting. Tell me about the GoPro drone. So the Karma, as it is called, um, is... it's. Uh, It's it's interesting in two ways, actually, because first of all, it's a fold-up drone. So the arms which have the propellers on them, they fold up. So it's quite small when it goes in the backpack and it will come in a backpack with all the stuff. So you can, they say you can wear it on your back and you won't even notice it. I think that's probably exaggerating it somewhat. (laughs) But (laughs) the other thing, which is really good, is that the gimbal which holds a GoPro camera. So the drone doesn't actually have a fixed camera, so you put your GoPro in it. Um It supports a, a couple of the old Hero 4 black and silver plus the new GoPro Hero 5 and the new Hero 5 Session. Um, and the gimbal, which is the thing that actually stabilises that camera, yep. it comes out of the drone and it can go into a handheld grip, which means you mm. can walk around with your camera and you get stable action shots with uh. that. And you can even mount that grip onto GoPro's rucksack and presumably there'll be other mounts. And they say you can also mount it on a motorbike or a car or things and get these amazing cinematic shots. Um, and no, very no other drone really does that because most drones... They their camera is is stuck on the drone and that's it. You can you can't do anything else with it. So uh, I think GoPro has 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 got something pretty interesting there.
2: Why is it taking it so long to come out with a drone?
3: This, I mean, this seems like a natural fit for GoPro's mo. If you like. Yeah, they what part of the reason that it's been so long is that they tried to make a partnership with DJI and because uh, DJI are one of the biggest names in drones and flying cameras and stuff, and they have their own cameras. Um, and I think they GoPro wanted to do a partnership with them, but uh, or or at least maybe it's the other way around. DJI wanted to do a partnership with GoPro. We think that GoPro would have enough
2: money to buy a drone company. Yeah, you? yeah I'm, not that I'm, one, not,
3: I'm not sure. Um, but essentially, they GoPro wanted too much of the profits uh, from each of the drones, and, and DJI said, "Hey, you're not having sort of." all the profits 40% or whatever it was they wanted so i think that deal went sour and that put the their plans for a for a drone back by quite a while the the camera itself was meant to be out i think in at the beginning of 2016 or maybe the middle and it certainly was delayed i'm not sure of the reasons why um but it's finally here it's going on sale in october and um you'll be able to buy it in the uk without a camera for about 720 pounds so, so that,
4: yeah that's, that's what i was going to ask you actually jim because obviously you're the you're the drone man um, Is that a good price for what it is without a camera?
3: It's hard to compare because, as I say, there aren't any other drones where you can remove the gimbal and put it into a handheld thing. So DJI have just released um, a new Osmo, which is their handheld mount, and you can stick a smartphone in there. Uh, And that costs, I think it's... um, Off the top of my head, I think it's about £270 or something like that. It may even be cheaper. I probably should have done my research before coming on here. But anyway, we'll just edit over the top of this. (laughs) But... um, so DJI have these handheld things but they sell them separately and, right. you, and they have their own cameras or you put your smartphone in one whereas with the D, uh, with with the GoPro Karma you get the 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 handheld one in there as well with the drone with, yeah. yeah but okay. you don't get a camera so yeah. you, if you've already got a compatible GoPro camera then it's it's a relatively good price but it is expensive because mm. you don't get the camera. If you want a camera bundled with it, it's a thousand pounds. And yet, the cheapest DJI drones now are mm. sort of four hundred ish pounds, and that comes with a with a with a you know two K camera. So, so can got... you attach a different? Sorry, I was going to say, can you attach a different company's camera? Is no. it, or is it like a proprietary? I mean, it, it may be possible in the future if people bring out different gimbal mounts. But um, as as it stands now, you can only put four different. GoPro cameras into the into the mount.
4: Yeah, they see just kind of GoPro relying on their, their brand recognition at this point, because I saw that they had actually recorded 200 or so million dollars uh, loss last year. They have posted losses, I think, for the
3: last three quarters, and they are, I would think, pinning their hopes on the new cameras and the drone um, sort of turning around their fortunes. Um, well, there's a feeling, isn't there, that they created this market and now everybody else has caught up. It's now a crowded market. Yeah. I think that's the thing, and and of course you're seeing lots of new phones coming with waterproofing, so you can stick your phone under under the swimming pool and get yeah. some underwater shots. And, and and you can okay, you can't necessarily mount them onto your your head and do some action <laughs> shots with them. But phones are really encroaching on that market. At plus, or of course, all the cheap clones that that you're talking about. So it is tough. What do you think, Christopher? Are you going to rush out and buy the new GoPro? No, not me.
0: But that's also because I'm not one that's going to be really using. It. I did. It's funny enough. I had the same conversation with um, um, with, with a friend just uh, yesterday, um, and we we're saying, "Oh, the new GoPro looks cool." Thinking of buying one. I'm like, "Well, actually," same goes with back to the clones. Like the clones, in my opinion, have taken over the market because they're so much cheaper. But I did say to my friend, I was like, "Well, if you're going to be buying a clone, bear in mind that the quality is nowhere near as good as the actual GoPro." Mm-hmm.
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today.
0: Both in terms of image quality and video quality, but you do get some which are ridiculously good. And for a fraction of the price, if you're going to be using it every now and then and not like every day when you go, I don't know, skateboarding, snowboarding, mountain biking or whatever it is, then these clones are fantastic alternatives that most people have probably gone to and that's where GoPro have lost their... They're not market. They've, they're... Lost, they've lost the mass market. They yeah. can't. They can't hit the mass market because they're too expensive. Yeah.
4: And the other thing I was thinking about with the drone as well, particularly with GoPro, like you're saying, it's something that you mount to your, your helmet or your your snowboard or whatever. Um, <laughs> unless I'm being really naive here, what will these sort of same um, target market actually be wanting to put it on a drone for, or are they trying to encroach on like new customers?
2: I suppose, I suppose the drone could follow you while you're snowboarding that's pretty
3: cool. You get those yeah, awesome like a, shots. Because again, I suppose the steady whatever.
4: shots and everything. Yeah, yeah
3: the, the drone market is small compared with um, the action camera market, I think. Um, and legislation and, and new rules are coming into various different countries as as the governments and, and all those agencies are catching up and they're locking it down. So, whereas if a couple of years ago, if you had a drone, you could pretty much fly anywhere and nobody knew what the rules were. The police didn't necessarily yeah. know what the rules were. Whereas now, you feel like there isn't there aren't many places where you can take that drone and use it unrestricted um and it's difficult to know what the rules are in different countries so people are less likely to take it abroad and use it on holiday because they're not sure whether they're going to get arrested for flying <laughs> it on the beach or whatever yeah. so yeah i mean it is you know owning a drone I don't use it that much. It's not like a, a camera that you could use all the time. You, you use it at very specific occasions. Yeah, when you want to um, spy on somebody. And... So it, it, is like, <laughs> <laughs> it is hard to see, you know, going back to your question, it's hard to see that lots and lots of people are going to rush out and buy it just because it's a GoPro product.
2: Yeah, well, they, yeah, they've got their little niche market of wealthy um, adventure sportsmen. And that's not enough to sustain a business of that size. And, and it's shrinking because people are turning to cheaper alternatives, as Christopher said, and phones and things like that.
0: They just need to bring cheaper products, I think. That, that's that's my... Yeah. I mean, there's people who will care about 4K and 2.5K or 2K, however you want to say it. But most people just want a solid 1080p, even 60 frames per second is like a, a bonus that most people don't even benefit from. Um, like when you upload a video to Facebook, It's 30 frames per
3: second, so it's not full 60, at least as far as I'm aware. But by the same token, you wouldn't say that to Apple. Well, Apple needs a bigger market share, so they need to make their products cheaper.
2: It's actually a very similar sort of model. They're both
3: quite clearly going
2: for the top end and the prestige products. It's just that there's more people that are willing to spend a lot of money on a phone than are willing to spend a lot of money on what is essentially uh, a kind of a... (laughs) toy isn't quite fair but yeah. you know it's a, it's a real sort of hobby, oh, hobby yeah, it is. yeah, so yeah like last product. year with the yeah.
4: uh, Hero 4 session they, they cut the price in half right because yeah. it was like 300 and something and no one bought it that's yeah. right and so they halved it now um, without putting you on the spot you got the new Hero 5 session yeah. and what's the other one called Hero, so, so the, Hero 5 so two, there's two models Black. yeah
3: Hero 5 Black and the Hero 5 session and the Hero 5 session is now 249 so they've put it back up again. so they've put it back up but not to the three twenty nine <laughs> ninety nine that the original so was. their
4: base camera is still 250 quid? So their base camera
3: is 250 quid, but it does come with a few new features. So they've upgraded the resolution so it's 4K now at 30 frames per second. It's got voice control, so it's easier to use. Okay, um, Voice
2: control is a significant step Whoa. I
3: think it is, yeah. I mean, obviously we're yet to use it because it's only just been announced. But yeah. being able to say, start recording or take a photo... You call know. the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> Help me. That, that would be a great, great uh, integration, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, well, what,
2: what they're talking about is in terms of making it easier to access the footage, and and the voice control is part of that, so that you only you say start shooting now, so it's like ready edited almost.
3: And then they've got this new uh, what's it called quick software. They've got um, quick the quick editing software, which makes it a lot easier because, of course, you can easily tag the highlights. Um, I, I'm assuming. Um, This is definitely an assumption, but you'll be able to say, (laughs) you know, mark this as a highlight when you do something, when you're out recording. Mm. And so and then the quick software essentially takes it or you can mark a few clips. Um, in the app and then it will quickly add a thing together a little bit like um, the new uh, memories thing does in iOS 10 so I think all these companies have wised up to the fact that no one really wants to spend a lot of time video editing it can take an awful long time and a lot of effort it's a steep learning curve to try and make anything that looks really good and they're 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 making this new subscription this plus subscription available um, which will allow you to well, which which allows the camera to just automatically upload all your footage and photos when you plug it into charge. So it uploads it to the cloud, and it gives you access to this music uh, soundtrack sort of thing, so that you can choose from a lot of different music for your for your videos. And that's quick, yeah. And so there's it? there's the, there's quick, which is the app, and then there's the plus subscription service, oh, right.
4: which is the cloud storage basically. Cool yeah I had to play around with quick the other week' it's actually it was actually quite good mm. yeah you have to probably delve into it a little more if you want exactly what you want 'cause like mine front loaded it with all the video and then just stuck all the pictures on the end but still, I was quite impressed that it just it like you say it, it manages to kind of work out when the interesting bit of the video is <laughs> yeah it'll try it'll try and
3: figure it out and it'll give you and then if you if you want to tweak it, it gives you the opportunity to to select the exact bit that you want yep. and then and basically share it with all your friends on Facebook or wherever you want to... It's a clever strategy. Because it is historically, GoPro footage is one of those things
2: that is more fun to shoot than to watch, and people just shoot it, and then I think a lot of the time
3: it just stays on the device. Mm -hmm. And And one of the the criticisms that you know I leveled to GoPro when I met them was to say, you know, you need to add stabilization to your cameras because other. Uh, some of your clones have and it's much better mm-hmm. so you know you're, you're on the back foot now and they have they've done exactly that they've put the electronic stabilization into those new cameras plus they've got the all the, all the gimbals for the uh oh, for works. the karma drone and they'll they'll also sell that karma grip separately um i think that's about 250 pounds I could play play one of yeah. (laughs) So, you know, you will be able to get some nice stable footage from GoPro now, and then you'll be able to edit it quickly and and share it. So, whether or not that altogether makes it a more tempting proposition for the extra money i don't know i mean some people will, some people will like buy their, an iphone wouldn't they? <laughs> some, you, you could arguably shoot some lovely stabilized footage on your iphone yeah. and share that incredibly easily because it's got a data connection because one of the predictions of course for the new go was i think they're going to have built-in lte or certainly you know the ability to stick a, a sim in there or even yeah. maybe use your you, use your phone but um aside from uploading that footage via wi-fi to their cloud subscription it's 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 not um i don't think they really have a live broadcast solution yet so it's not you're not going to be broadcasting live from your gopro hero 5 or that hero 5 amazing. session that would be pretty cool we would put the really price dangerous. up
4: though wouldn't it which is something they're probably going to struggle with exactly
3: yeah
2: well um we should probably call that to a halt at some point um and go around the <laughs> <That's> room <hilarious. laughs> yeah um I will ask you all, yep. GoPro or no-pro? Uh, let's go the other round. Christopher? I'm going to say no-pro. No-pro. Uh, Jim? Well, I'll have to say GoPro. And Henry? Um, There's no maybe-pro. It's it only no GoPro <laughs> or no-pro. I should have said Yo-pro. I'm just regretting the, that. Just about GoPro, yeah. All right, brilliant. Uh, uh, I'll, say, I'll say GoPro as well. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to take another break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about... Hello, hello. is it me you're looking for? Uh, I was panting, I was panting the whole bit, but I'm not going to. You can do it again if you want. Getting, no, 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 I'm not. Um, Henry Burrell, yeah. Google is saying, allo, will you be answering?
4: Um, potentially, might go to voicemail. Um, so yeah, allo, it, I find, it's interesting. Um, I don't know if anyone else here has used it yet, but know a little bit about it. So allo is a new messaging app, like we needed another one. Yeah, um, It's from Google uh, well, They've already got
2: one themselves, haven't they? They Hangout. do, they've
4: got Hangouts yeah, And then they've got their own uh, SMS app called Messenger for Android as well So it's kind of a third one, right. which is a bit confusing um, As we record, I think it's available for download now um, It is a messaging over IP, not SMS So it's like WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger It sends it over an, in- over an internet connection uh, Like WhatsApp and unlike some of the others You need a phone number It needs to be associated with your number But it is for Android and iOS. So it's kind of Google, in their PR at least, is kind of saying, hey, you can text your buddies who use iMessage all the time. But immediately you have a problem there for me. (laughs) They're trying to get iOS users to use this as well, people who are invested in probably an iCloud ecosystem on their phone and don't necessarily use Google Apps already. So they wouldn't
2: be able to send a message... I mean, this is probably a stupid question, but they wouldn't be able to send a message from um, this app to... Message, no, it would only show up like in in its
3: in that app yeah. on the iPhone. Effectively, they're trying to sort of encroach on the WhatsApp market because anyone who uses an iPhone already and wants to talk to their their Android or whoever buddies um, that don't use iMessage, they just use WhatsApp. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there are already services which do all of this. It's, um, and yeah. it's it is tricky because, like you say, they like we really need another one. Um, it, Google's just done exactly the same thing with Duo, yep. You know, launching a Skype rival, but we already have Skype, and it exactly. already runs on every
4: platform. That's, I've got that written down here. So, like they've they've done the same thing as Apple in that they have iMessage and FaceTime on iOS, and so Google said, "Oh, we need two separate ones as well," and they've got Allo and Duo. Um, so you've got yeah one messaging app separate from the video calling app. Um, whereas yeah, you've got Facebook Messenger who's just chucking everything in the pot, but it seems to be working for them. Yeah. You can do everything on Facebook Messenger.
2: Well, what so what are the what are the features then? What what why would you so, choose this over WhatsApp? So I
4: Facebook find Messenger? personally for a mass market, their differentiation is a little bit left field. You've got something called Google Assistant within Google Allo, uh, and that is basically like a bot. It's like AI. Um, you can either have conversations with it directly, uh, to source information a bit like a voice assistant, but through text, or you can use it within chats. So for example, if you tell it, um, <laughs> okay, so this, this will bring me onto another point. If you type in your work address, say I work at, and then type in your address, it pops up again on, on the assistant and it'll be, I'll remember that. And then, if you, and then if you type, um, how can I get to work? It'll, it'll like send you the Google maps link to how to get to work from where you are.
2: Yeah. Mine actually already
4: so I tested this because I use Android, so I've already signed my life away to Google. I typed <laughs> into the <laughs> system get me to work and it already knew where I worked because I've already like tagged work on Google Maps. Mm-hmm. So it links in pretty well for Android. Um but then the payoff you have with this yeah. is that Google gets to keep your data. Mm. Uh so, so is
2: that the model it's, So you don't pay for this app? It's completely free, no but
4: by D de- unlike its competitors, its competitors being iMessage and WhatsApp in my view. Uh by default, your data is not encrypted. So all your data is stored on Google servers, which, I mean, if you've got nothing to hide... It's not a problem, but in terms mm, of privacy, mm, but didn't they do a bit of a backtrack huh? on this? Because
3: originally they said it was going to be end-to-end encrypted they because did. so many of the other services already are. So WhatsApp is yep. encrypted, iMessage is encrypted.
4: Then like super encrypted uh, services that no one uses, but it's great, called Signal, things like that, Yes, yeah, um, yeah, yeah which yeah. changed their um, like their code every um every couple of hours or something ridiculous I think
3: you've got to really want to hide something if you, you want really to use do. apps like Signal so yeah <laughs> definitely <laughs> but because what, you've got to persuade Dev all your friends everyone to install else to it, 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 it as well well which,
4: that's the exact problem that Allo's going to have I think well, and then that, yeah. they've got the other. so like you say Jim was saying uh, at Google I.O. their event uh, a few months ago they introduced Allo and Duo and said Allo would be encrypted it's not but it technically is because they have uh, an incognito mode Yeah. so it's like <laughs> you can do in Chrome when you want to watch something naughty basically Um <laughs> This is ba- this is basically it does take all the features off because yeah. the whole the whole thing they're differentiating on is the Google Assistant is the machine learning. But yeah, if you're yeah. using incognito mode, it can't your data, so you can't use any of those features. Um, and you can yeah. like set your messages to like self-destruct after like an hour or something. <laughs> um, but going back to the Google Assistant for a minute, yeah, th-
3: this is all very interesting. And I guess that most people listening are not going to have experience with bots yet. And to be fair, we don't particularly. No. Um, but they are they are coming and loads of people are... You know, sounds <laughs> sounds, sounds, sounds uh, slightly sinister. Rather, rather <laughs> sinister, but it isn't. They're, they're coming to Facebook M, so yeah. Facebook uh, Messenger. And, uh, and, and Microsoft has been talking a lot this year about uh, bots. In Skype, and we're going to be able to do all these things. So, is it going to be the case, do you think, that we're going to almost have to pick one of these so that we can use that assistant or the bots that we want, or do you think that we'll be we'll be using a variety of bots for all of our, you know, booking a flight, ordering a pizza, but you know, getting an Uber, whatever it is that the assistant can yeah. do for you?
4: So Google's already got Google Now, which is like a voice assistant, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Apple users who use Siri kind of. Maybe don't use it all the time, but we'll use it offhand. They'll be like, oh, how do I get to the station or something? They might, you might say it out loud. And obviously Amazon has just released Echo as well. But with Allo, I found it a little bit more jarring. Like you're in a conversation, like I was chatting to my co- colleague Lewis on Allo. And you have to go at Google and then ask it a question. But I don't know if that would ever really happen in a conversation.
2: But doesn't it if you'd also be like, where should we go for clients? dinner? And
4: then you go, at Google, where shall we go for dinner? And then it just, like, sends you a link to TripAdvisor. Like, it's not very helpful at the moment.
2: Yeah. But I thought it was also, and this is something you have on Siri as well, is if somebody says, for example, what's your address, Henry? Then doesn't it, like, it uses machine learning to suggest an answer that it thinks you yeah. would want to get? and give. then at the
4: moment you can, it's it's still kind of, uh, I think I can't, I can't remember the word they use, but it's basically still in development, even now as a public release. And it do, asks you for work, a thumbs up or thumbs down on the information, yeah. basically. Yeah.
3: Because all everything's getting more intelligent. Everyone's talking about AI this year and how it is, in theory, it's going to be very good. But yeah, like you say, at the moment, we're not at a stage where you can have a natural conversation with any of these assistants and end up booking a flight to LA. Yeah, that's actually really convenient and useful to you it's still we're still not there yet but once we get there it will it it should in theory be be very
4: convenient oh definitely yeah i just think in the context of allo it's something that maybe google should have done (laughs) about five years ago Mm. um which is probably about as long as i've personally been using whatsapp maybe just about Um, people
2: are locked in i think yeah
4: it is trying to convince them to use a completely different messaging service and also something that i realized just before we came on Uh, Even if you're a fully-fledged Android user, you can't set Allo as your default SMS messaging service either. Mm -hmm. So even if you're texting people on Google who use Allo, you'll still have to use a different app. So unlike iMessage, basically. And because it
3: needs a phone number, you can't use it on a tablet?
4: True. Yeah, you can't use it on, on tablets or wearables or anything like that. So that's a bit of
3: a, you know, that's a sticking point because with iMessage, you can use it across all of your, your yeah, iPads. That's a very good point. Uh, you know, yeah. and Apple has really Only upgraded well. Messages. Yeah, yeah and you, on can't use it well. you can't use Allo on desktop. Um, and, and Messages has now got all this built-in... Um, uh, App Store and stickers and everything. So so Apple is going big on messages as well. And they're saying that you'll be able to use yeah. uh, messages to send money to your friends. So you'll be able to add on features as you want them. Presumably bots are also going to be coming yeah. to messages at some point. So, yeah, it's going to be slightly interesting to see... Where that all goes, and and where where they you know where everything falls. Yeah, I should uh, before
2: we run out of time. I did promise a bit of Ed, Ed Snowden in the uh, in oh, yeah. show, mm. uh, so we should mention um, he's not happy about it. Uh, Ed Snowden the. um uh, in my view, American hero and NSA whistleblower, but uh, also controversial figure. He looks a bit like you, actually. I, yeah, I get that. Uh, I, used to get, I used to get Prince Harry, and then basically when Prince Harry became handsome, people stopped saying it, and now, <laughs> now, now I just get Gordon Freeman off Half-Life. And yeah, yes um, I can yeah, see it. Yeah, Ed Snowden, who knows a thing or two about uh, privacy and security, has called this uh, app Google Surveillance and says that nobody should use it.
4: Yeah, um, they've, been, they've been sort of... Um, uh, hot take articles about this coming out yesterday being yeah. like, This is just Google bending over and saying, Look, we're not going to piss you off, FBI. Like, yeah. because Apple had so much of a furore and, yeah, round them up with that, Google I don't has kind why, of done. I
2: do that because Apple came out of that smelling of roses. Everybody loved Apple after that and they got away yeah. with it. They didn't, you know, they said they were going to arrest Tim Cook. He didn't get arrested. <laughs> um,
4: I mean, so. I don't know how much. I think, I think really for most people, this will boil down to. Not the fact that it's not encrypted, but the fact that it doesn't really offer anything that they don't already have.
2: That's a sad thing, isn't it? It is a bit we, sad. We care more about small features. <laughs> oh, we, we didn't mention Whisper Shout. Tell us about Whisper Shout. Shall I tell us about Whisper Shout? I think Shout? you should do that. Uh, a Whisper Shout is uh, <laughs> it's an extremely exciting feature where you can adjust the size of the text. Uh, of each Amazing. message you send in Allo. So this is a man who's
4: invested in iOS, looking very smug right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but well, uh, no, to that point, I mean, it's a couple of weeks after the iPhones come out, and I have been using an Android phone for a few years now. But increasingly, because I use a Mac, I just kind of want an iPhone again.
0: <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> no. Oh, no <laughs> just with iMessage, everyone else us.
4: has a Mac. Uh, uh, sorry, an iPhone. Got to send iMessages, and then this—I know it's a very small point, very techie point, but the fact you can use iMessage as your just one app if you wanted to.
3: Yeah, I think this is why Apple is so clever at, at making sure that, unlike Google, which is saying, "Oh, you can use all of our apps on your iPhone," it doesn't work the other way around. You can't use Apple apps on a, on an Android phone, yeah. and which which is exactly Except for Apple Music. Except for Apple Music, yeah. okay, no not, not exclusively, but, loves Apple music. but FaceTime and Messages will always be exclusive. Don't forget Stocks. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and the wonderful Stocks, which now has 3D touch support, Amazing. Uh, very, very important. And
2: can be deleted, which is more important.
3: And can also be deleted. We... We... Hidden. Yeah. Yeah. hidden. Sorry, oh, hidden, yeah, yes. good point. Uh, we
2: are running out of time, so um, <laughs> we have to stop there. Uh, quick question, allo, allo, or hell no, allo, um, Jim?
0: Hell no, allo. Good. Uh, Christopher? Hell no, alo. It's another Google+. I like it. Complicated. Henry?
4: Uh, With regret. Hell no, alo.
2: I agree. Hell no, alo. Uh, And with that, I will say thank you for listening to this edition of the UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Feel free to get in touch and let us know your thoughts and opinions and to shake us down for cash or give us cash by advertising. (laughs) You can uh, tweet us uh, using the handle at UK Tech Podcast or email us on editor at idg.co.uk. We'll be back next week with more informed opinion on the hottest topics in tech. If that sounds like something you'd like, find us on Acast, iTunes, SoundCloud, and various other podcast sources. And don't forget to subscribe, comment, like us, and tell your friends. Until then, say goodbye, guys.
4: Goodbye, Goodbye, guys. guys.
2: Bye. UK Tech Weekly Podcast.
1: My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything.